Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast inspired by Polygon's Cool Games, Inc. I am your host, AJ Hart. And I am your other host, Blake Rea. AJ, how the hell are you this week? I'm very, very good. Very chipper. I'm very filled with cereal. It's all I've eaten for the last eight days. Yummy, 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 yummy. That's that's not good for you, brother. Actually, it depends. Which cereal are you eating? It's like there the could be... Special K fruit and yogurt. So it's got oh, okay. your grains. It's got your fruit. It's okay, got so your fine. yogurt, which are, of course, the four basic food groups, right? Milk, mm-hmm. fruit, bread, and yogurt. But there's also, like, protein. Bro, Actually, that's what yogurt, the milk get... is. It's whole yeah, milk. It... So it's got the proteins in it. Does milk have like high protein in it? I always felt like milk was more fat than it was protein. You got to get the special milk like I do. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, we could just ask the Milk and Dairy Network. I'm sure they would know. Well, the, the thing that I do is <laughs> I, I put, um, what is it that like protein powder that whey is that what oh so you're of... getting you're getting yoked well that's where my protein comes yo- from i'm on an so all-way your bones protein are growing diet. muscles <laughs> my... you can flex you can flex dude have you ever seen a femur flex it's pretty fucking insane the bones <laughs> yeah the bones man is your femur the thigh bone or the shin bone your, uh, i believe the femur is your wow i just took a fucking anatomy class yes it's your shin bone you just took an Cause... anatomy class uh, I took an anatomy class about a year ago, and to me, that's just took a, an anatomy class. That's basically having just happened, yeah. That's basically just having. I know that your uh, your fingies are called the phalanges. I know that one. You know that one from the class, not from just like normal life skills? Uh, I grew up with people calling fingers dedos, which is like the Spanish word for it. Like That's not very scientific. Like, Hold on, somebody's like, calling me. <sighs> But they know you're podcasting. Is your mom again? You have to put her on the phone. You have to no, put her on the podcast. No, somebody's calling me on Discord. Who would that? Oh. Blake, why are you calling me on Discord? I'm not calling you on Discord. Honey Pop is calling you on Discord. No, it's not Honey Pop. Like it says, Mister Flannel. Wait, what? No, that doesn't make sense. I'm not. No, like legit, that's not me. Here, pick it up. Pick it up. Let's see who it is. Hello. I dropped it. No, what the hell? Well, I called you like, I called you forever, like I'm at gonna 10 hang up on it now. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah, if you go to our Discord right now, it says, "I missed a call from Mister Mister Flannel that lasted f- a few seconds today at 10:37 a.m." Uh huh. And then it says that I started a call at 11:19. What the hell? Holy shit, dude! We got ghosts. We got ghosts on the Discord. Or somebody snagged your account. I doubt that. Like, I would get, like, a... I mean, I don't think so. Like, I don't know who would have access to it. I don't leave it on any public spaces. Other than, like, my... Other than my computer at the studio. So maybe somebody's breaking into the studio. Who knows? Bummer. Hey, did we just get attacked by a ghost? Is a ghost trying to interrupt our podcast? I don't know. We might have gotten attacked on live air. That's fucking spook. That's like legit spooky a little bit. Good news, you're well, offline on Discord now, though. Yes, I just I just closed it. So if you can keep an eye out for that for me to make sure some Joe schmo isn't isn't hacking my account, I would uh, appreciate you. All right, let me let me shoot him a message to see if he responds. <laughs> hey, bro, <laughs> sorry, I missed your call. What's but up? dude, what if you got a message back? That would like that's that's terrifying. If I to get me. a message back, I know that you're fucking with me. 
no, like legit, I, AJ, I'm like, no, like, I know we're on the podcast right now. I know we're like on legit. I didn't just call you. Oh, really? Yeah, like legit. I, I called you earlier today because like when we were supposed to meet at 1030 to record this podcast, I tried calling you on Discord and then I hung up. Because, like, I knew, like, oh, wait a second, we normally call through Facebook, Did not it Discord. just make that call, then? No, I, I I swear on my life, I did not just make that call. Weird. Yeah, I have no idea why that just happened. I think it could be, like, maybe, like, one of two things happened. Maybe I didn't hang up, like... I, but that wouldn't make sense because, like, the moment I closed the tab, yeah, the alternative it is up. that, like, it was trying to make the call for, like, 12 minutes and it just finally made the, like, bloop bloop of, like... Now it's time to call AJ. Yeah. I I I don't know. I don't know. If I find so, out that a ghost is logged into your account, I'm gonna kick its ass. What what would how would you kick a Discord ghost's ass? Hey, that's a cool name, actually, Discord Ghost. Hey Blake, you ever seen Digimon? No, I watched a much better anime called Pokemon. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. All the hate mail is going to come in. <laughs> if, a, if a digital ghost has broken into your Discord account to harass us, I'm going to leap into my computer like a digi-destined. I'm going to gain a new digital monster friend that can speak to me, and I'm going to use all of my best traits to make it transform into a kick-ass, more powerful digital monster. And then I'm going to get just, your Discord back. It just smash cuts to you being like, I'm going to be a digital monster owner, and you just headbutt your fucking computer screen. <laughs> that's that's how this plays out, friend. <laughs> I do got to say, though, the opening to, Dig to Digimon was pretty fucking killer. I did like it a Digimon, lot. Digimon, digital monsters, digital monsters Digimon Digi are the champions. Hell yeah. I wonder if I would still like it as an adult. Hell yeah, we would. Because I still love the Pokemon intro. Do you remember the Digi-Rap from the Digi Digimon movie? No. What the fuck are you talking about? All Is right. it as good as... Like, it, dude, songs for, like, animated, like, movies based off of, like, kids' television are so hit and a miss. Because you can have things like Phil Collins where he did these two songs. Like, You Got the Touch. That's not Phil Collins. That's, uh... Was that Phil Collins? Who did You've Got the Touch from, from the Transformers From the Transformers movie? movie? You Got yeah. the Touch. That song ba, fucking ba, slaps ba. like you wouldn't believe. The Digirap also slaps like you wouldn't believe. I'm listening to it right it now. Is. Oh, it was made by Stan Bush. My bad. All right, AJ. What? It's been, it's been almost eight minutes. We got haunted by a ghost. We're talking about child's cartoons that nobody gives a shit about anymore. What do we do on this podcast? On this podcast, we talk about the Digirap. No, that's not what we do. <laughs> For those who are new to the show and are trying to still figure out what the fuck we do, we are a uh, we are a comedy video game design podcast where we come up with what? Huh, we, we are a comedy video. <laughs> Stop! I'm talking. <laughs> uh, we are a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely ideas from Twitter, Reddit, YouTube, and email, uh, and turn those into the next triple wait, 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 wait. One nope, of those you is not it. official channels. You, but they got to figure it out. Like they got to <laughs> take a gamble. So that just so that just means you got to go to each one of our social medias and maybe follow and maybe post or maybe interact. I don't know. Just to, you, you'll figure it out or listen to the backlog and then you can hear me say "fuck you" at a certain time during that pitch. When Man, AJ we say the f bomb a lot, channel. huh? Well, we we have the explicit tag on. That's a good. What point. are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? So we you take know? those suggestions and we turn those into the next AAA titles. Yes. Hey Blake. And we uh yes. Hit me with one. 
You oh, I get to go first. Yeah, you can go first because right. I'm just right. so generous and kind. Or is it because you don't have a submission? It's because I'm generous and kind. It's because you're still looking up Digimon. It's because I'm <laughs> generous and kind. <laughs> All right, this one comes to us on Twitter from Glenn. Uh, quote Glenn. Uh, I'm so sorry, friend. I don't know if I could pronounce. You. Uh, uh, I believe Glenn in you. Just try it. Ade? Glenn Ade? I, I, I apologize if I butchered your name. It was a lovely name. At Chartreuse Poet. Cat Lady Simulator. AJ, I think cat ladies are often shit upon. Because, you know, they're like the people that have like the 20 cats in their house. I mean, some cat ladies are bad. Like, there was like that one woman who got arrested for having like 100 cats. Yeah, that sucks. And, like, some of them are bad. But like, I think cat ladies are like today like modern day druids you know why <laughs> because they live they live among the animals they live among the cats they become one with the cats i don't know if you've ever smelt a cat lady but they definitely smell like a they cat. smell a little bit druidic yeah i think that's like the <laughs> kindest way we can really describe it i'm gonna use that the next time like one of us smells bad like, man, I'm smelling like a druid today. Yeah, you know, conventions have a little bit of a druidic smell. Right. Well, no, because that's like that's that's like a barbarian smell, right? Like the druidic sense comes from like in what is a nature what is, smell. You're right. You know you're what right. I mean? Like, like one one is like earthy, and the other one is just pure. The smell. The other of one just smells like dude. Smells like horny. Yeah, because that's all <laughs> conventions are full of. You know, I used to not believe that, but then I started going to like Anime Expo, and also I'm on the Anime Expo fan page on on Facebook. Uh, it's just horny. It is like <laughs> one of the horniest hot spots in the world, and I God bless it. I love it. I love that shit. <laughs> well, because it's like so positive. Like, wait, wait, yes, wait, 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 wait. As much as I would love lady. to get into the the Let's intricacies of the horniness of the anime community. Which uh -huh. definitely needs to be assessed and looked at and examined with the thoughtful lens. All right. Well, do, that's we'll not do a this podcast. Episode. We need to You're talk right. about Cat Lady Simulator, the video game. All right. All right. Now, all right, how do we right. make this different than Neku Atsume? I think. Okay, so Neku Hatsume, if I remember correctly, is just you're a cat owner that's trying to get more cats to live in their house. Yeah, you would. Right? You had like it was like a little phone mini game where like all these different stray cats would come by your place, and like if you had food out, they would come in, and if you had like a little samurai hut, then the little samurai cat would show up in your yard, or if you had okay. So what is what is the end goal? Because like I can already picture like say the Andrew end goal of not comes to. LA and now they're living Los Angeles LA life and they just start attracting a shit ton of cats. Okay, hold on. What Wait, if, is this a real druid or is or is it just a person? It's a, it's a real druid from like the Forgotten Realms, basically. <laughs> so they come they come to suburban LA and are like, all right, I guess I have to attract. I are they just start attracting a bunch of cats? What do they do the, with this power? Okay, maybe maybe the player has the option. Like, could you do a thing? Because everybody loves cats. I, even the people that say they hate cats love cats, right? Yes. <laughs> it's a bad generalization, but um, you could do a thing where maybe they become like your little team of pickpockets. Like, you know, like how those people would hire like a bunch of little toddler kids that would roam the streets and pickpocket you? Yes. I remember so that from my times in England, because that's all they do there. Well, you're from England? Yep. Oi, wow. Gov. Oh. Yeah, that was a bad joke. <laughs> you just we just lost our like two UK fans. Damn. <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking. Okay, you bring up a really interesting idea because one of the problems mm -hmm. with simulators and like like the the worst thing about like a cat a crazy cat lady sim 
is going to be the fact of like, there's no personalization. There's no, there's no Could end you? goal, right? Like that's, that's, that's one of the problems with a lot of simulators is that you, you mm-hmm. run out of the end goal. But what mm-hmm. if we can do like a simulator with an end goal and maybe it's different based on different class, right? Like if we go mm-hmm. with the idea that we've been, re- we are, we are a reverse isekai mm-hmm. gathering up cats for some sort of purpose. For a druid, you need to gain more and more cats so that you can slowly build up druidic magic. For That way you can teleport yourself back home? Yeah. For a rogue, you're trying to get up, get as many cats together so that you can oh. train them to go be burglars and they will steal lots of birds and sushi to bring home to you so you oh can God, get money and never run out of food. So, like, you can choose your classic D&D class, and then at the beginning of the game, you get teleported to another world, which is just suburban, like, metropolis. Yes. So then, like, depending on what class you do, that dictates what you can do in the game and how you how you get back home. All we're doing is taking Neko Atsume and giving it an RPG element. I want to try something. All right, try So, it. like, this, there's, this is definitely stereotype, but, like, the stereotype is that, like, people who have like hundreds of cats are a little bit crazy right what if there was a reason behind that like it's not they have cats because they're crazy but having that many cats drives you crazy so like what if you have to balance a thing where you are collecting cats but like the more cats you have like maybe it affects your sanity level so where you can't do missions as accurately or something so it's like a fine balance between having the exact cat for the job versus like playing with fire kind of thing holy shit this is oh okay 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 is that is that like a, I, I just don't want to clarify is that like a mean thing to do what say that people that own 47 cats are crazy no yeah that's not crazy okay. could you imagine <laughs> like okay so that's i just wanted to clarify that because like i love cats the I love only reason why you should own 40 s- of them is fun the only reason why you should ever own 47 animals period end of sentence is if you are running a zoo that's fair. Alternatively, oh, an so, ant farm. Oh, you can have 74 so, ants in an ant farm, but like that's like the only two things that so would are, make are it okay. Are you saying Tiger King isn't crazy? He's nuts. <laughs> but he has a zoo. He has like 40, I don't know how many tigers or cats he has, but. <laughs> Shit, he was technically operating a zoo. Well, he's crazy for different reasons, not for owning the yeah. zoo. That's fair. <laughs> okay. 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 So go go back to your idea, please. But, like, here's the idea. It is you are a crazy cat person, and you are... Mm -hmm. Did you ever play, like, Assassin's Creed? I've played most of them, yeah. Okay, do you know the, like, the brotherhood system where, like, you could send the assassins (gasps) out on jobs? Yeah! Okay, so here's what it is. Uh, We're scrapping all of the RPG elements. You are just a druid. Okay. Because you need to be able to talk to the cats. You are a druid swept away out of the Forgotten Realms into our real world. Mm-hmm. And you're training your team to do various missions. You're basically. training the cats to go out and do various missions for you. You what if are. You did a... It isn't necessarily okay. that you are crazy, and like it's not that you're mm-hmm. going crazy. I think that like you have a level of like if you continue to just do sporadic jobs, you will guild, mm-hmm. build up a meter that's like the town thinks you're crazy, and if the town oh, thinks you're too crazy, they're going to commit you, you to a ward. Oh shit! And you know, be super crazy too. Um, what if like, uh, oh God, where was, where was I going with this? Um, (laughs) oh, I totally, I 
Man, I can't believe I forgot it. It was a good fucking... Damn it! Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. That's all right. Let's put a pin in this. Okay, we'll put a pin in... We'll put a a pin in uh, Cat Lady Simulator. I've got another submission here. Tell me about it. This comes from Caleb on Twitter, at Busto314. A game Mm -hmm. based off randomly generated Inspirobot.me images... And there's an example image here that I just really, really like. And, like, I'm very tempted to click on the link and see what we can generate. But, like, the generated image that Caleb gave us as an example is a giant concert. What looks like maybe a metal concert based on the bright red lights and all of the scary looking (laughs) people in the crowd. I'm I'm looking at it right now. (laughs) And in huge white, white font, it just says, find milk. So, are you... Is this basically like a a thing? Oh my god! Here's like, my say thing. We do... Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. This image reminded me very much of Super Hot. Interesting. How? Because like Super Hot will like when you start a mission, it's just like very very blatantly uh, get out, get kill, out, fight, your punch, way dude, around. survive, yeah. onslaught. Fuck that game. And is if so you just good. woke up on an, on like. When I saw that image of like big giant concert, find milk, just a simple two word command and seemingly an insurmountable possibility, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's like super hot. And then I thought of like a very, very deep voice in my head, kind of echoey, saying, find milk. Oh my God, AJ, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I came up with a tile. Stick with me for this. We call this game Mosh and Milk. How do you find the milk, AJ? How do you get your way through a concert? You have to mosh your yeah, way. Yeah, I, I figured that out based on the naming so, convention. You know, so, yeah. really t- <laughs> I don't know. You didn't respond, so like I didn't know if you were like following me or not. I don't know if that was a little bit complicated. It wasn't. <laughs> so uh, let's do a fucking mosh simulator, dude. Like you have to like. Oh my god, there's this one game that uh, was really, uh, really, really cool. Have you ever heard of the game called Ape Out? It's very no. similar to it's very similar to Super Hot in the sense of it's like big bursts of just gameplay right after the other. It cuts out the whole thing of like having to walk across like a hallway, like in some games where you have to like one area of fighting, do a little bit of exploration to another area of fighting. It's just like fight, 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 fight. So you do this thing where it's like you have to fight your way across the concert. But each area introduces a new kind of moshing style puzzle. What if so it's like, just a bunch of different concerts and you have to figure out what concert you're in and where the milk might be held in a concert like that? I think that's the backdrop to it. But that is that gameplay, though. It could be, that's right? Like, like, like it's a puzzler because like if you're in like if you're at like I mean, a like, Megadeth show, I... the, milk, the milk is definitely going to be in the mosh pit because someone's going to get like thirsty and they're going to try to I drink feel... some milk. But where's the okay. milk going to be at? At, at an Ariana Grande concert, Blake, where does but, okay. Ariana Grande keep the milk? So, okay, I, I think if we go that way, though, then it kind of loses that that speed, which I think is like the thing that makes this game kind of fun. Okay, that's like if if Because if you're like, okay, let's say at the Ariana Grande concert, you know the milk is going to be in the costume room. You know that's where like they have all of her costume changes and the, that area where they hold it. That becomes kind of like a slow... I'm just going to walk around and move things while music's going on. Unless. And like, there's, there's, there's enough of those fucking games, man. Unless. Mm-hmm. It's a rhythm-based game. Go on. So every action that you take, every time you move a step, every time you would open a door, it has to be on the rhythm with the music. I'm thinking like 
fun. I know it's it's very much like Crypt of, Crypt of the Necro. Yeah, I'm thinking like Cadence of Hyrule level, but like like a puzzler. I don't know if that works because in Crypt of the Necro Dancer, it's like combat. It's like something that's satisfying. I don't think opening a door or moving a bottle to find a key underneath it that leads to a safe in the where the milk is is as like entertaining. It's like Eh, you know, like, why is that satisfying? Why is that interesting to play? So I feel like, let's say we take that method. We know that you are, you know, let's just go back to the original moshing idea, if we, if you will. Okay. Um, you are on one side of the concert. You have to mosh your way to the other side of the concert where the milk stand is. <laughs> but getting there is always different according to what concert you're at. So if it's Ariana Grande, you know there's going to be they're going to be introducing a bunch of cool dancers in the crowd well, there, that say there's going to be a twerk pit. There's going to be a twerk pit and that would might require you <laughs> what you can do is if you try moshing into their butts as they twerk you just bounce off so it becomes like a pinball sort of thing <laughs> so you have to the puzzle there is is that you have to mosh like forward like you have to you go have to you mosh have to, backwards oh so like you have to you have what to is bounce twerking them if out. not moshing backwards blake that's that's a hot take i'll <laughs> but it's true i you're totally right so like each concert introduces new things that require you to think differently and it could be a thing where it's like you don't move like omnidirectionally you have to like you take you like rush and you only take five steps and then you stop and then you could pick another direction so it's like you have to like triangulate yourself just right to beat the puzzle <laughs> yeah I like so it'd that. be like yeah so it's like you when you go into the first level you know you have to go forward and then you can go to the side but if you try hitting him diagonally you'll just bounce off of their twerky butt would you like another video game generated by inspirobot.me I would love one. So I got, Thank you, Caleb. I've got a big green square with what appears to be somebody laying down on the grass. And the text reads, Don't you think that secret messages can be thoughts if you listen more to your head and less to your heart? See, that I when you said thoughts, I thought like secret messages were coming from thoughts. Okay, yeah. So so is this just like a game like... um. Uh, find um, monster dating simulator from Jackbox, where you're trying to figure out who the thought is. That's like the secret met. It, it's like werewolf, but with thoughts. Okay, better news, better Who's news, better news. I found some fucking absolutely June like fucking. Uh, who's the guy that directed uh, Metal Gear? Kojima, uh, Hideo Kojima. Yes, I found like a full on Kojima ass one dude like i'm looking at a galaxy that's warping around an image of the earth and in big uh -huh. text it says pregnancies are the flowers of perfection <laughs> okay so kojima has officially lost his mind and he's going and he's gonna he's literally going galaxy brain on this where he's like i want to make a game that all the characters are just various planets bro this sounds like a line from a kojima game though i mean it, it very well could be like i <laughs> i haven't played like honestly like i haven't played his newest game death stranding i kind of want to though but like that feels like a quote that can be ripped straight from the game like i feel you could take a still from that game where somebody's talking and put that text there and that will make sense holy shit i've got another great one all right, tell me about this it. Actually, is, can I give... All right, Okay, this is a kid skiing, and in text it says, can your friends cause the next ice age? So you're <laughs> skiing to cause the next ice age. 
Oh my god. You are on the you are on all of the you're on a giant mountain. A new mountain has appeared, a super mountain, the mega mountain. And your uh-huh. your goal is to ski so hard and shred so much of that good good white powder that you're going to cause horrible, horrible like avalanches and snowstorms across every place that is near a mountain and you're going to spread all of the ice from the mountain to the rest of the world making a so new ice tr- age so you're trying to cause a i'm trying to trying cause an ice age cut. based on how cool i am at shredding powder See, but like you know what this reminds me of though hmm. this reminds me of the aggro crag from nickelodeon <laughs> the what you've never heard of nickelodeon you've had to have seen nickelodeon guts right no no okay so this is fucking crazy i found this out like a couple uh like a little while ago listening to story break but back in like 1992 to 1995 i think like i think it was actually it might have gone into the 2000s um it basically was like an obstacle course show where you had to climb this mountain where people were throwing boulders at you and like mist was going and lights. So I'm picturing is is could you do a thing like say this game is an obstacle course getting up to the mountain at the top of the mountain is like the thing that will activate the next ice age. Oh could hell yeah. Like and that? then you get to shred the massive gnar. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know it'd be super cool. Like that way it it th- that's this way we know this mountain is magical and we still get to do a skiing thing. It's an inverted mountain. So like the when you so like the peak of the mountain is making is making contact with the floor like the the floor of the world, like the ground. But as you look up the mountain like spreads out, like it 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 feathers out like to, it looks like an upside down mountain basically. Oh yeah. So the, so the moment you are you get onto the peak of the mountain, gravity shifts, and now you're like upside down and have to ski your way to like the top, but also the bottom of the mountain. So like, and that at the top of the mountain is like the thing that'll activate the next ice age. And it's, like, it's, fun. <laughs> it's just I, I, I'm just trying to think of a fun world here, you know? Yeah. Okay, I have one more inspire bot for you, and then I feel we should be going to people's okay. hard. Okay, hard we'll go to people's hard work, actual labor. Yeah, man, like we should we should <laughs> we should be doing the doing the submissions that people All worked right. for. Hit me. Um, befriend bacteria. So this is very much. This reminds me of um, uh, what's that one anime called where you actually get to see cells at work? You ever see that? Yeah, I've seen images. So, like, what if it's something like that? Like, we actually are trying to befriend bacteria. Because some bacteria is good for you, if I remember correctly. Right? Yeah. Like, the bacteria in your mouth and in your stomach, it, like, kills bad bacteria? Yes. So, oh, you want a game where you, like, befriend all of the good bacteria inside of yourself? Yeah, like, it could be... Oh, you know it would be really fun? A dating simulator? No, I'm not going to... We've done so many dating simulators. I know, but I already have the name for this one, and it's Love Yourself, and you're dating anthropomorphized Uh, versions of different things in your body. Oh, that's cute, but can I pitch you on something else? Okay, go. You do it papers, please, style, where you're like the main cell that's like, I want to let cells into my body. Or into into this, like, Osmosis Jones style. Like, he's a cop operating in the mouth, and he's like, all right, what's coming in, what's not coming in? And you do a papers, please thing. And depending on <laughs> what you introduce into the body could either kill the person that you're working within. The host. For, yeah, the, the host. Um, and then you could do something like that. And maybe maybe you can introduce a little dating mechanic. Like one person uh, comes up and is like, hey, and like, oh, you find, oh, that'd be kind of cool. Like, so what if it's papers, please stuff, 
But once you get off your shift, it becomes like a dating sim to where you can actually see the people you let in that day doing things. So, like, you can go visit them where they wanted to go. So, like, you let in one bacteria or that goes to work in the stomach. So, you can go visit them in the stomach and see what effect they are causing. Oh, that'd be nice. So, and then maybe you can do a dating sim sort of thing with on top of that. So, it's like, I, I know we talk about it a lot. I where we have these games that are like two games in one. I I know that's kind of like a common thing, but like not I just want to see more of those. I think games like that are so like Moonlighter completely changed how I want to play video games. <laughs> Cause it's just like it's just such a cool thing to do. Yeah, having having two solid gameplay loops in one yeah, game. Yeah. And it's and that's so cool because that makes the game reach a much wider audience. Cause like for me, I wasn't a big fan of the shopkeeping thing. I felt like some of it, it was definitely fun and satisfying to get the price just right. And that made it worth playing. But like, I definitely leaned more towards the combat and what's crazy is like you and I are on opposite ends on that. Mm -hmm. I really didn't care for the combat very much, but I very much enjoyed like managing a little shop and setting my prices right. And putting, putting different, um, like things that would be harder to sell, putting that in the mm -hmm. back of my store so that I could stop a burglar. Like I really enjoyed that gameplay and, loop. And see, because it had both of those, it attracted both of us rather than just one of us. Yeah. And that made it a much stronger game overall. So I loved do I loved introducing games with that kind of idea in them as well. All right, hit me with another game suggestion. Alrighty, I got one for you. I still have not gotten a reply from the Discord ghost, and I feel cheated. Oh wait, let me check. Nope, no. I mean, no reply from the Discord ghost. We fuck. They just kind of in and out. Wanted to give me a quick call, let me know that we that you existed, <laughs> and then they're out. Just a little warning, just yeah. a brief that's little how, that's how, reminder. That's how, most, that's how most ghosts are. Honestly, they just kind of like say hi and then they dip. You know, waste All of right. my time. <laughs> I hate I small talk. They, I don't think they care very much for that. <laughs> This one comes to us from Melbent at Melbent SSB on Twitter, a sports spinoff of Metal Gear of the Metal Gear franchise. AJ, you know what I think Snake would be really fucking good at? Polo. I was thinking bowling. I yeah. want to see. Okay, but here's 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 how we do it though. <laughs> like we we I haven't seen a good bowling game since me uh, me sports bowling. I haven't like, seen a not... good bowling. You didn't like me sports bowling? I don't like bowling. Well, it's because you're a bitch. <laughs> but understandable. True, so, but mean. <laughs> um, I think you just need to go bowling more, dude. Like, every time that you have gone, uh, we have gone together, I feel like you've had a good time, haven't you? I, I don't know. Bowling's so weird to me because I either have, like, an oak, I, I either have a good time or I have the most boring time of my entire existence, and there's no in-between. I will That's say weird. that I very rarely have a great time bowling. Mm, all right, we got to change that. We got to go drink and bowl. That'll but you know what is going to make me enjoy bowling a lot more? What's that? If I have to deal with a two-and-a-half-hour cutscene between every, like, like, if somebody makes a strike, <laughs> I want to see Snake give a long-winded speech about, like, how similar it is throwing a bowling ball and knocking down all these pins and throwing a nuclear warhead at a city. 
like <laughs> talking about the trials and tribulations of being a a, a a pawn in some bigger war. Yes, and all this shit. Every time he he's gets like, a strike, like I want it to be a game. Like, where... I am, I am, but just a, a pin uh, being uh, being swayed by the powers of bowling balls bigger than myself. Another twelve pins down. Is that all they are? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think a fun. Do they just exist thing. to be knocked down for our amusement? So I think what we should do. Um, one thing that I've always kind of like thought about whenever I go bowling is, is like, how cool would it be just to have all these lanes to myself, where I can just like grab one bowling ball, throw it, and then just walk to the next one, and just do that for the entire like twenty-five lanes that are in one building, right? Do you think that um, every time you go to a bowling alley? Yeah, kind of. Like it's, it's just like. I don't know. Like, there's a power thing to it. It'd be just like, oh, fuck, how cool is that? I have, this whole, I have whole, this whole big space to myself where I can just throw shit at things. I think and that's that. just like, it just plays into that child aspect, I think. You know, it's just like, it's just fun. It's just, I don't know. I I'm I love bowling. I like, I love going um, because it's just like something I, I guess I'm a little bit decent at and it makes me feel good. There's just something very charming about the idea that like when you enter a bowling uh, Alley, like your mindset is like, I cannot wait to toss the absolute shit out of some little orbs. Yeah, dude, it's <laughs> fuck, it's so satisfying. But coming back to the game, I think it'd be kind of cool. So all of who's like the lead bad guy? Like, is there like an organization I, in Metal Gear? The government? I've no, I don't. Okay, I've so, never, so, I've never watched a Metal Gear. Okay, so terrorist government started taking over bowling alleys. Wait, isn't and, there that one guy Ocelot? Isn't he like a big evil guy? I think he's like a, I think he's like an anti-villain. Like he's like Deadpool, where he's like he's good on some missions, but like then he has his own agenda on others. Uh, sorry, anti-hero is what I meant to say. So. I think what you can do is now hold what on. If, what the fuck would ahead. an anti-villain be? Uh, a hero, uh, a villain who does bad things but occasionally does good things. Like, like an anti-hero is, is a hero oh, but like, occasionally does bad things. You mean like Jack from Shaolin Showdown? Oh, holy shit! That's a <laughs> whoa. That's a pole. Like, oh my god! Like he's evil, wow. but he doesn't want like the end of the world evil. You know what I mean? Like. God. So an anti-villain is somebody that's out for personal gain, and a real villain's just somebody that wants to break everything. Wow! Holy shit! That's like that gives me crazy flashbacks. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, sorry, I just got hit with like crazy nostalgia and also like sadness because I remember like the little kid um, was like really sad when he found out he wasn't like the chosen one. Yeah, but Raimundo like, was. Fuck yeah, my boy Raimundo. I mean, he was cool, but, like, I got so heartbroken because I, like, followed this kid who's, like, trained his absolute heart out and found out he's not going to be the one to do the thing he's trained his whole life for. Well, that's what he gets for giving broke, up to the darkness yeah, for an arc broke, and a half. I mean, sure, whatever, but, like, it still, it still broke my heart a little bit, but that's beside the point. Let's get back to our bowling game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've talked a lot about, like, early 2000s cartoons. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, I think it'd be so cool for the gameplay is, is that Met, uh, Snake needs to sneak his way from one end of the bowling alley to the other, but he needs to do... Like, he needs to stop every now and again to do a bowling thing. Like, that's how he distracts people. So, like, he can bowl at... <laughs> so, he has to get one, like, right where the lanes are. Like, right uh, lane number one. Then he needs to sneak his way 
to lane 25. Hold on. Well, but it's but it's not like he can go like it's not 3D. It's like so it's Super Mario where it's just like one guided path and he needs to time it just right. Might I propose another ga- possibility though? Okay. I want this to be a party game. Mm-hmm. I want this to be a game that you load up with a couple of your friends like you would for bowling. Because here's the thing, right? Like, looking in today's day and age, we need social experiences. Mm-hmm. But we also need to remind people that the government's not here to help us and that they've got all sorts of hidden secrets and we're all tools for war and financial gain to them. Uh-huh. This game exists outside of canon unless we want to have a three-hour setup for why all of the Metal Gear characters are playing bowling. AJ, can you tell me that pitch one more time? I got distracted because I remember how attractive Wuya was from Shaolin Showdown. <laughs> Wait, Wuya was the ghost lady, right? <laughs> yeah, but then she got like that. She got in physical form with red hair. I'm sorry. I, I like. I was like, hey, wasn't there like that pretty lady from from Shaolin Showdown that was like super goth? And then I looked up a picture and I just like I blanked. So. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me let me repeat back to you what I heard. So this is a game that doesn't take place in the canon. She's so pretty. Okay, I'm sorry. I got distracted. I got distracted. Wait, Muto was evil for a little bit too. How come he got to be the superhero? I don't know. Like it all was crazy. It was a crazy time. Also, Raimundo being Raimundo's evil look was him just putting his hood up, and he was like, "I'm gonna put the yeah. hood up, and I'm bad now." I mean, this was a time when they didn't know how to make dudes look evil. This is like around the same time they had Tobey Maguire just floof his hair to one side. <laughs> and they considered that like, yeah, he's a bad boy now. Not not a fucking goober walking down the street, like harassing people. <laughs> okay. As for the Metal Gear bowling game, I don't want this to be like, I don't want this to be some sort of huge setup where like Snake feels like he's in a life or death struggle for himself in this bowling alley, right? Like I don't want him sneaking lane to lane to lane. I want mm-hmm. Snake to feel like it's not his life on the line in this bowling match. It is the life of mm-hmm. countries mm-hmm. on the line for this bowling match. It is less him being in immediate danger and more of like the existential dread of what comes with playing bowling with people you dislike. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we can have so all sorts of bosses that exist. Out- bowling. Blake, it's bowling. It's bowling, bowling, bowling. Like bowling ass bowling. You know the game that sucks? Bowling. <laughs> You're incredibly wrong and biased but i'll I'll, I'll tell you this much we can use the wii Mm -hmm. sports bowling like we can go ahead and put this on the switch and just have people play that bowling so except the graphics are incredibly good and if you get a strike you have to sit down for two hours and listen to snake or raiden or big boss or ocelot talk about the pros and cons of a war-based economy you know what you could do though like actually how about this how about this so you can do a thing after every single game, depending on who won, triggers different cutscenes. <laughs> so like, so but then that way it's like it's not like every strike because then you'd have to come up with like twelve cutscenes for every single game. Okay, but there is a and, monologue between on, on every strike. Yes, there is definitely a monologue. It triggers it triggers extra story. So like it's more conversation or something like that. And the way you can do it is is like that way you so you don't because there should be some conversation. After people reach a certain point threshold, not just strikes, um, like once you reach 50 points, it triggers a monologue. Once you reach 100 points, it triggers a monologue. Once you reach 150 points, it triggers another monologue. <laughs> and like, so, like, you can 
That's the storytelling there. And the only way that you can get like the actual story of the whole game is you have to have like eight strikes. people with a perfect game. But as oh, you do that, like the further shit. you get, the more in depth the cutscenes get, right? Like, like, yeah. if, like if, you, if you have like just little little points and stuff, like in between rounds, it's just going to be like, oh, Raiden bowls, then Snake bowls. But if you All if right. you're doing really really good and you have like a like a cumulative mm-hmm. giant point total. Then after snake bowls, then it's gonna go into a like a cutscene with like special shots where like Raiden mm-hmm. and Snake walk past each other dramatically, giving each other a head nod, and then Raiden can bowl. You're gonna unlock right. cutscenes oh, if everybody does good. Right. All right. Um, I just want to give you a visual, and I want you to tell me how you feel about it. So you know, like how um, Snake has this wonderful like beard. Yes. Imagine that beard eating like bowling alley cheesy fries. <laughs> Just like get a little cheese mustache going, and then like, but <laughs> you know what you can do? He keeps it through all of the cutscenes. So like at the beginning, oh, this is it, this is it, this is it. Because part of the bowling experience is playing. Like you can go to the arcade, you can get like food before you begin each game. You can actually go and do a couple of things. You can go do a couple <laughs> hockey mini games, which will unlock like certain achievements. Um, or you can, or you find the person you're supposed to bowl in the arcade, and you're like. Yakuza levels of like absurdity mini games. Okay, but okay, what I really and love, then, about- and then you can go buy food, and then you can go do the bowling alley thing. And however, what depending on what you eat, you'll have that through all the cutscenes. <laughs> so like, if, if if so, picture a snake with a giant big gulp, and he's just like just going <laughs> while Raiden's like the war the war is tearing me apart. I don't know if I'm a human or a machine anymore. You know, and he's like. <laughs> It's just, it's like it's like playing Fallout with like the Wild Wasteland perk versus playing it seriously. What I also, it just adds levels of comedy to it. What I also love is that means that like you're gonna run into a scene where like you walk you as Snake walk over to okay here's how it works. I don't think that there's a menu system. Uh-huh. I think that like when you boot the game up, you're in the bowling alley, and the menu yes. is you actually walking around this bowling alley and like. So you yeah. can find hidden cutscenes. Hell yeah. You can find um, interactions. When you're ready to Think play, you have hub. to walk down to the bowling alley and then you like yeah, and then yeah, you yeah, press yeah, select. Yeah. yeah. Hub is a good way for it. No main menu, mm-hmm. only the main hub. Oh my god, I love that. And you know what you could do too? Like you can actually because every bowling alley has its own little store, you can actually upgrade and buy different bowling balls. <laughs> like and you could do you could do a thing where like it, it gets absurd cuz like the thing about Metal Gear has always had like this weird comedic thing. Maybe you can buy a bowling ball that's just an enlarged grenade. And that's you just that's just what you throw. It doesn't it doesn't affect gameplay at all. It's just like a it's just a cosmetic, you know? But like that would be funny. That way cuz like I feel like one of the big appeals about Metal Gear. I didn't like it when I played Metal Gear 5. I thought it being comedic took away from its more serious moments. Um, But, like, that's a big appeal for it. People like the goofiness of it. You know, like, there's a fucking five... Oh, my God, AJ, I have the best fucking opening cinematic. So... Um, you know, like how Ocelot does his beautiful gun. I was about to like ask, is minutes? it going to be Ocelot doing Fushigi with a bowling ball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Fushigi! I haven't heard that. It's just like that Freddy Wong Fushigi Master video. <laughs> yeah, I believe the technical term is contact juggling. <laughs> so he's just doing that <laughs> with a bowling with a, ball. With bowling balls. He's like, 
Uh, I wasn't expecting to see you at the tournament, Snake. And he's just like, just like doing it. You know what? Maybe he has a holster. Like he has holsters for his bowling balls. I'm also very interested in the idea of like when the, the scene that happens when Snake goes into the arcade uh-huh. for the first time when we meet Otakon. And Snake's like, Otakon, what are you doing here? And Otakon's like, hey, Snake, I'm looking at Hydro Thunder again. Why the fuck is this in every arcade that's ever existed? <laughs> <laughs> Otacon, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm here to repair the, the dollar machine. It only accepts dollars. It doesn't accept fives anymore. <laughs> all right. All right. Put a pin in this. We all need right. to go to another this is one. A fucking, this is an amazing game. I This is nug potential, like hardcore. All right. We got, let's do some lightning round stuff. All right. All may, all day, no parade. All may, all day, no parade in your eyes at dust in your eyes suggests... Shotgun Your name keeps getting it keeps getting longer and bigger and more powerful every and I time love we it. Read it. <laughs> it's so funny to me. <laughs> a shotgun shotgun wedding, a redneck wedding planner game. Oh my god. We I, all of course is... remember my big fat redneck wedding, right? What? Is my that big a Larry fat redneck the cable guy thing? No, you Dimwit? That feels like a no. That feels like a Larry and the Cable Guy thing. Hands yeah, it down. feels like a Larry and the Cable Guy funny haha sketch. This was a real show on HGTV. Uh, was this like did this open or close for Duck Duck Season or whatever it's called? Not uh, Duck Dynasty. Was this of the same era? It was in the same era. Era. Um, uh-huh. it was definitely not on the same programming block as Duck Dynasty because Duck Dynasty was a show for. Uh Fox? Duck Dynasty definitely wasn't a show for HGTV. Uh, All I know is is that they made a shit ton of money. Like, those guys were incredibly rich. Yeah, but we're not talking about them. Although maybe they make a guest appearance. Maybe they're the host. But I Uh I want to take my big fat redneck wedding and gamify it, right? Like, you get to do a wedding planner and, like, someone's like, oh, I have a budget of, like, a couple like hundred dollars and you're like all right so the big funny like archway with all the lights those lights are going to be replaced with drum roll please beer cans and we're going to poke holes in them so that they show light <laughs> now I, what, I know what you're thinking wow aj that's a pretty specific joke that you had prepped for this uh is this, this something bit. you experienced this was something on the show oh god oh Fuck. god all right oh also aj they're like all right, so here's our budget for our, all of the dining ware. Um, it's like mason jars, but how how are they gonna eat off of that mason jars? You just gotta just pour the just put the cake cake it in there, and so it's cake in mason jars. It's it's the main dish in mason jars. <laughs> you gotta you gotta scoop up your food with either your hand or an even smaller mason jar. There's no forks here. There's no plates. There's no knives. There's no nothing. Uh, what are we gonna drink out of? I don't know if we have anything for that. The bride is going to be walked down the aisle by her tractor. Uh, is this a thing that also happened? I don't remember, but I do have great news. All four seasons of it are on Amazon. I'm not watching it. Watch it with me, Blake. <laughs> no, why? Why would I watch that? Uh, I, have quarantine. No, I have no... Quarantine, dude. I mean, what but you and you I can't, do? like... I, I don't know. Uh, watch literally uh, anything else. I'm watching. Oh, no, I'm actually I'm watching Minefield right now. And that show fucking is rocks. It's great. But that's not that's yeah, not hit me with that's another too sub. smart for that's too smart for redneck wedding. Too smart for me too. hit me with another submission. <laughs> 
Persona. Oh, sorry. This one comes to us from Squid Noir at Squid System underscore. Persona in reverse. You're a weird-looking monster thing who has to go into the real world to achieve mundane tasks while doing RPG stuff in the other worlds to improve your ability to do mundane tasks. So it just sounds like a monster that's trying to fit in. So, like, what were I... Ah, man, I only played, like, the first few hours of Persona 4. No, but, like, what, what's really 5. cool about this is, like, you would go into like, level up all of your shit, and you'd be, like, you would want to grind and upgrade your illusory magic. That way, when you're going through your day-to-day grind, this is exactly what you and I were talking about, about wanting to, main, to have two gameplay loops. One yes. gameplay loop is the dungeoneering, I'm gonna kick everybody's butt side, where you're the monster. Mm-hmm. The other mm-hmm. gameplay loop is... I think maybe the other gameplay loop would be like a papers, please, maybe where like your magic will have like or like you would have. I think it just take just do it like the way they do it for Persona. It's like the day to day life stuff is visual novel. And then while you're in the other world, you have to like maybe it's an open world thing where you can go and grind on certain things. Like maybe you have to go to this magical forest to where you learn its illusions and that'll allow you to like. F- like people can't see past your illusion. Okay, but wait, like your wait, fake, wait, wait, your fake disguise. Flip it. The fantasy okay. stuff is all of the visual novel stuff where you have to talk your way into getting upgrades. Mm-hmm. The day, the the actual like three D rendered space that you have to run around and explore in and stealth about. Mm-hmm. That's the day to day mundane. Interesting. Okay, and then so basically, what's the end goal? Because like persona. Persona is like to go through one year in this life and then there's like some they're getting together to beat some threat. Is it that the is the whole thing is that it's like Invader Zim style where it like I think they have one character who's trying to reveal them for what they are. I think that the the monster needs to have like a mundane goal and I think it's to get a like he wants to get a promotion just, at their job. Oh shit. Okay. So, so like on like, one side, how, they're going through a fantasy realm, conquering heroes, defeating evil demons, trying to mm-hmm. keep harpies from destroying small villages. And then on their their real goal is, God, I want to be the manager at Burgerville so badly. Oh, my God. So this is like, you know what the best exa- uh, comparison for this is? Devil is a part-timer. Holy shit, yeah, it's Devil is a part-timer, the video game. So, like, he's just, he has, like... That like, may, do we want to do a thing where their powers? Because in Persona, they don't really have powers in the real world. They only have powers in the nightmare realm or the fa- yeah. Or this the, monster would have powers yeah. in the real world, you know, like the like oh, because that's where okay. the gameplay loop is. That's where you need yeah. to have the powers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So basically, <laughs> so are is there like a thing where they're trying? to like i'm just trying to think of some of the mini games that can be played throughout it so they have a thing they have some sort of power that allows them to be really really good at making burgers like they can like use their pyromancy to flip they okay they can charbroil the shit out of it really easily so is it a thing of like they're trying to use their powers without getting caught yes and that's where their illusory uh, magic upgrades would come in if they have better illusions they can make the grill look better they can make sure that their horns aren't popping out while they're using their pyrokinesis Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I would play a reverse Isekai maintenance I, game. I, I could. I, I wouldn't I would be down. All Do right. you have one more lightning round and then we'll choose our nug? Nah, I think we gotta go to the nug to keep our time down. Alright, let's do it. I think Metal Gear Solid Bowling. I also think Metal down. Gear Solid Bowling hands down. 
Oh God, I love it. All right, so what else do we want to like... talk about? Do we want to talk about how we're changing the gameplay at all? You mentioned like up like unlockable bowling balls. Is that something that we want to go in? Do we want to talk I, about like character skills? Um, you know, I am only I I going off. So I'm just going to use Metal Gear Solid Five as my as my like reference. Okay, I'm using so, Metal Gear Revengeance as my reference, and those are the only two Metal Gear games that you and games. I have played, huh? <laughs> very different games. So, okay, I think we should use the inventory management from Metal Gear Solid 5, but we use the over over the top like sequences that Metal Gear Rising has. Hell yes, I definitely want to have a thing where if Raiden gets a strike, the game po- like if Raiden gets a strike, Raiden like takes his sword, puts it away, teleports behind all of the pinballs, ap- cuts them all down. Not the pinballs, the pins. Teleports behind them, cuts them all down, and then teleports back to like where he was standing. That's his, that's his strike. That's fucking radical. <laughs> that's one of so, his like, strike animations. Oh, you know what would be really cool too? Like two things. One, you can choose what your ultimate is. So like when you get a strike, you can choose what animation it is. <laughs> or after you beat people you actually get their animation <laughs> so like maybe it i mean what's it called like either when he defeats raiden raiden can be like all right here's my sword as a sign of like respect or he just instead of using a sword he just uses his combat knife on like his side or something <laughs> and that's how and he like just like slices all of them so you can do that but um from what I remember from Metal Gear Solid Five, there was a couple things you can do. One, your weapon d- was unique. Like, you can modify all of the things that are on it. And in terms of, like, like extras, you can do a, a one thing that might be really cool for this game. Uh, I forget what they were called. I think they were, like, called Ghost Cigars or, or like, uh, there's some... Th- I, I forget the name of... Phantom Cigars. Um, what they would do is, is if you smoked it, it would slow down time. So maybe uh, we can do a thing where, like, you can go to the bowling store and you buy a certain amount of cigars that you can use for this okay, one Okay, here's game. what it is. Here's what it is. Every every character has, like, a special ability, right? And so I think that, like, Raiden would have a special ability where when you go to bowl, I, the gameplay mostly plays just like Wii Sports Bowling or Wii Bowling, except every, there's a button that says character ability, and then you can activate a character's character ability. For there Snake, has to be a versus where, you like, this is Smash style, where, like, after you beat them, then they are accessible in multiplayer. Yes, yes. There's going to be a plot line where you can unlock all of the different characters and stuff. Every character has, like, a special ability. For, for Snake, he's got the, the time cigars, and so you press the button, and then, like, the gauge that, like, levels how hard you're turning or, like, going up and down and all that, it's gonna slow down for Snake because he's got, like, cool smoking skills. For mm-hmm. Raiden, he's got an ability where, like, once you've bowled right before, like, the turn's over, you can press a button, and Raiden will, like, target a pin, and Raiden will just de- terminate that pin with his cool sword skills. Ooh... That's rad. So he can like add one extra pin to his his thing his for, role basically. For Ocelot, you activate the button and he does contact juggling with the ball and he swirl whips it and swirls it all around and then when well, you press no, the button, he releases he has, he, two bowling balls. Yeah, I was about to say he's like he has multi ball like hands down. Yeah, well he he reveals the second ball while doing his cool fushigi stunts. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's radical. Okay, let's go to boss fight. Um, I think we know the name. It's Metal Gear Solid, like bowling. It's right? just Metal Gear Solid bowling. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Alternatively, Metal Gear Solid Lynchpin. 
No, I think bowling. I want to be on the nose about but, it. But like Metal Gear is the so kind of funny. hold on. It's got a pun in it. It's got like the pin linchpin. Feels yeah, like a like, negotiation I, term. I feel like no, we really got to lean into Metal Gear's like 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 think about the other games that they've got. Metal Gear Solid Phantom, Phantom Pain. Pain. Metal Gear Liberty's Solid Sons Rising Revengeance. It's on brand. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't. I think it's just so. It's not. A game that shouldn't be made. Well, I'm just vetoing Metal Gear Bowling. Well, I, I, I think it's... I like it. It's on the nose. It's fun. Might I project... It's absurd. It's absurd. And that, I think, also leans into Metal Gear Solid. Might like, I suggest Metal Gear Solid Bumpers of Liberty? <laughs> I was thinking Metal Gear Solid Pins of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> Is that too close to one of the Metal Gear games that already exists? No, it's just Sons of Liberty. Sons of Liberty, pins, bumpers of negotiation, bumpers of democracy, bumpers of voting. We, Metal Gear Solid pins of vengeance. <laughs> we need, we need like some sort of like patriarchally or like pa, patri, pa, patriotic. Patriotic. Thank Patri- you. Patriarchy and patriotism are very different and yet I so mean, similar in history, huh? <laughs> yeah. Right. I think we should just be going the nose, bro. Like, I think it's just funny. I think people... It, I, there's nothing wrong with being a little bit forward. Like, that's how I feel like it's... That's like, all okay, of our names. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If we Let's take a look at other sports games. You do, like, Bass Pro Fishing. It's not, like, artistic. You look at Mario and Sonic at the insert year Olympics. It's Mario and Mario Aces. So, like, Mario, like tennis basically or mario pinball like it's it's it, i feel like that's something you do you just say the name and then bam all right because another thing we metal can gear do solid we, gutters league gutters league because like bowling leagues but that's not funny <laughs> <laughs> damn it all right all right aj just for for levity we will call it linchpin all right linchpin that? it is it's a good fallback right. one all right, Metal Gear Solid linchpin. Mm-hmm. And then my art, I'm going to go crazy and do bowling. Bowling, 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 bowling. <laughs> bowling, 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 bowling. Yeah. So it's big neon lights. And him with a che- <laughs> snake with a cheese mustache. <laughs> all right. That's I, Oh, shit. Did we, we didn't do any bosses. Well, all, I think all the bosses are just going to be like in canon Metal Gear characters. I don't think that we're going to be adding in our own OCs. I want to take one of them because it actually is Metal Gear related. All right. What do you got? It's called Punished. Her- this one comes from to us from Elise, ancient meme archaeologist on our Patreon, uh, Patreon Discord. Uh, Phantom Harambe. It's Harambe, but in like, <laughs> but with all Punished but Harambe, as- not Phantom Harambe. <laughs> Sorry, you're right. Punished Harambe. And it's just <laughs> Harambe has, has literally has uh, uh, Venom Snake from uh, from uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Okay, so this, I'm this thinking, will be like a secret boss. This is a secret boss that maybe it starts out like, oh, this will be super cool. So like, this is somebody, somebody tried cloning Snake because that's something that has happened canonically in the series. Mm-hmm. It went completely wrong <laughs> and it just turned into a gorilla with a robot arm and an eye patch. <laughs> so like you first find them like maybe like at the food counter, they're just, they don't talk. And then maybe you find them in the, in the uh, arcade and you can do a kick-ass like uh, hockey, air hockey thing where they like, they 
literally smash the table as their super move or something. And then you finally get to bowl them at the end of the game. Like they're like, I've been watching you this entire time. Punished you know, like Haram that whole... also has two hour long monologues, but they're done in sign language. <laughs> I love that because he has a robot arm. So you just hear the, like the, <laughs> you hear the gears fingers. and the clicking the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That's a game, dude. That's a Metal game. Metal Solid Lynchpin. Hell yeah. Let's go to patch notes. Let's go to patch notes, man. Huh. Hey, everybody, and welcome to patch notes. If you want to see some wonderful bowling Metal Gear Solid arts, uh, check us out on Twitter at spiritual underscore. Actually, is it just spiritual suck or spiritual underscore suck? Uh, Twitter is going to be spiritual suck. Sweet. We make art every Thursday, and I release it early, usually on Tuesdays, through our Patreon. So check it out if you guys are interested. Also, really quick, very soon here, we're going to be doing a guest episode if everything works out. So keep an eye on us for that in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Until then, everybody, have a good one. Thank you so much for listening. Our intro and outro music is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. This has been Spiritual Successor, and I have been your I have been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made. <laughs>